Welcome to Hashtag We Game Change, a production of the Winning Edge Leadership Academy. I am a co-founder and the host, Corrine Million, and it is my pleasure to bring to life the stories of individuals who are changing the game every day. Today's episode features Dr. Carla Williams. Dr. Williams is the athletic director at the University of Virginia and recent national champion. She also is a day one supporter of the Winning Edge. When she was at the University of Georgia, she created an opportunity for one of our game changers to gain experience in the athletic department. Dr. Williams is a former student athlete, coach, and tenured athletic administrator who has gained a vast amount of experience preparing her for her seat at the table, athletic director in a Power Five conference. I am so excited to have the opportunity to talk with Dr. Williams about her journey and why she supports initiatives like the Winning Edge Leadership Academy. Please sit back and enjoy Dr. Carla Williams. And welcome to another episode of Hashtag We Game Change. This podcast brings to you everyday stories of game changers. And I am so honored and privileged to have on our episode, Dr. Carla Williams from University of Virginia. And I don't like to take too much time and spoil your introduction. So please tell the audience who you are, what you do and why. (laughs) So first of all, thank you for having me. And um, I am, as of October of 2017, the athletics director at the University of Virginia. And uh, before that, I've uh, worked at uh, Georgia and Vanderbilt and Florida State and um, was a former uh, collegiate student athlete and coach um, as well. Uh, you, you mentioned being a former student athlete. You're not just any former student athlete. You are an all SEC guard at the University of Georgia, and you had the opportunity to pay it forward to your alma mater and recruit some of the best classes uh, for Coach Andy Landers. What kind of experience do you think that prepared you as you continue your journey through college athletics? So that was actually recruiting was actually the, the beginning of my interest in this industry because as a, as a high school student athlete on a really good high school team, there were, um, college coaches coming to, to watch upperclassmen on my high school team and, and offered scholarships and, and I was just fascinated by that. And that, that was, uh, the thing that first piqued my interest in, college athletics um, because I just thought that was such a neat thing that uh, coaches could offer scholarships to to high school kids to play sports and get an education. And so just being able to uh, coach uh, after uh, playing at Georgia and being able to, to learn 
um, under Coach Landers as a as a player and then as a coach. I mean, I, I learned so many things about running an organization and um, leadership uh, from him as as an assistant coach. And um, a lot of what I learned from him, I use throughout my career and, and even today. And I think just being a a former coach has helped me um, be a better administrator. Coach Landers continues to be a staple in the Winning Edge Leadership Academy. I think from day one, when Maria told him that this is what we wanted to do, he's shown nothing but um, willingness to teach our game changers. You know, Maria <laughs> always is bringing our game changers on set, whether it's in Bristol on SEC tournament or the Final Four. And Coach Landers kind of steps into that coach role and really provides the opportunity for them to learn from him and make them feel a valuable part of the team. So it's always good to hear stories of Coach Landers um, being a staple in not only the winning edge, but in, in your life as well. So you spent 13 years at the University of Georgia, an elite athletic program, and you were committed to not only athletics, I mean, all the team championships you all won, all the conference championships you all won, but you're also committed to academics. Why was that so important to you as an administrator serving at that elite level? I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, evidence that, uh, an education changes the trajectory of people's lives and not just, uh, the person, um, to first receive that education, but the generations that come after them. I would not have gone to college without an athletic scholarship and I was able to uh, basically earn an undergraduate degree, a master's, and a PhD because of my participation in college athletics. And so um, education has been something that uh, is very important in my family. Um, we've got two children who are in college right now. One is one is in law school, and she graduated from Georgia, and the other one is a sophomore at, at Georgia. And so I, I just know the power, just like most people, but the power of, of education and how it changes lives. And so, um, you know, from that, that very first time where I saw college coaches offering scholarships to go to college, I've been just fascinated with the idea that being able to, to, uh, play a sport well could afford young people the opportunity to get an education. And so that's kind of been the basis of why I do what I do. And, and, and so beyond the sport, um, making sure that the student athletes maximize their opportunities in the classroom and uh, in their preparation for life after their sport, those things are very important to me. You mentioned getting your bachelor's and your master's and eventually your PhD. That is not a course that many student athletes think of, let alone a normal college student. Did you think that was important for you to continue getting an education to serve in the role that you do now? Yes, absolutely. And I actually decided to go to, to graduate school um, because a, one of my professors at Georgia recruited me to, to stay in school and go to graduate school. And, um, and so I, I learned more about the program and decided it was a great program that fit me. And so 
decided to to stay in school um, and and complete my master's degree. And then I was I was out working and away from school for eight years before I uh, decided to go back to school to get my Ph.D. Um, while I was at FSU. And so. So, yes, it was, um, you know, I had encouragement along the way. And, and by the time I was uh, eight years out of my uh, master's program, realized that if I wanted to continue to advance in, in administration at the collegiate le- level in higher education, that having a, a terminal degree, a PhD, would be helpful in my interactions with college presidents and provosts and faculty members and deans, and, and that has proven to be the case. Earlier, you mentioned being an athletic director at University of Virginia, but you are the first African-American female to serve as an athletic director in a Power Five conference, one of five women to serve in that role at this level. And Jim Ryan, the interim president at the time, when he was talking about um, your selection, he said you are exceedingly well prepared for this role. That is a compliment that doesn't come easily. And I would think that that's something that you take to heart as you started this role. What did it mean for you to be given the opportunity to come to Charlottesville and take the helm after Craig Littlepage served in that role for 16 years? It's a great, great opportunity. Um, Virginia is, is one of those places in the country where I believe you can have it all. You can be in an academically elite institution that has proven uh, successful in competing for championships and, um, you know, over time has competed at a high level in, in major revenue sports. And, um, and I, I just felt like it was a great, great opportunity, great conference, great part of the country. Uh, and so, so Virginia was one of those places that, you know, I knew as a, as a student of college athletics, uh, that Craig had built a great program and, and not just Craig, but, uh, Gene Corrigan before him and, and Terry Holland. And, and so Virginia had a history of being able to, um, thrive both, uh, academically and athletically and, and so, so, so that was something that's, that was really appealing to me. So to be able to have the opportunity to, to lead the program now is, is such a blessing. And I, I do, you know, I've been fortunate through my career to have some great mentors, um, in particular, um, at the University of Georgia where I, I was able to manage a lot and, and make some very substantive decisions and, that helped prepare me for this opportunity. I'm glad you mentioned your mentors. As as you know, our programming heavily relies on individuals to step up into that role of mentoring as we prepare the next generation of leaders in college athletics. Who were uh, who were some of the mentors that you feel, other than Coach Landers, that really prepared you to step into this role? Wow. I mean, just I could just rattle off a lot of people that helped get me to where I am, my family, my parents. Um, I had a great high school coach who actually went on to become the head coach at University of Alabama. So I was I was prepared athletically, um, you know, to compete and earn a scholarship. So I was very fortunate then. So I learned how to work extremely hard at at my sport 
at an early age. Um, and, my, and of course, my parents uh, shaped who I am. And then at Georgia, Coach Landers was a huge impact, but also people in administration um, like Liz Murphy and Glada Horvat, who were women that worked in the athletic department at a time when not many women worked in major college sport athletic departments. They were very influential and uh, one of them had been in the graduate program that I decided to go into, and the other one was what was used to be termed the women's athletic director, and, and I served as her graduate assistant while I was at Georgia in graduate school. And, and then just moving through the years, uh, you know, every athletic director that I've uh, worked with uh, has been a male, obviously, and from Vince Dooley to Damon Evans to Dave Hart and Todd Turner and 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 uh, David Williams at uh, at Vanderbilt um, and so and Greg McGarity at back at Georgia. So I was was able to uh, to learn a lot uh, as my responsibilities grew. Um, I was able to be a part of meetings and decision making that were uh, critical. Um, to the department, and so those were sitting athletic directors that um, I was able to uh, learn from. And then there, you know, college presidents that I've had the opportunity to to, to learn from, as well as provosts. And so I I haven't had, the vast majority of my mentors have been people that did not look like me, simply because. Uh, there, there just aren't many African American women um, in decision making positions at this level, and so I was very fortunate that there were uh, men who were willing to mentor me and help me learn learn the business at a high level. So you mentioned the fact that there aren't many people who look like you that serve in the role that you do. Why is it so important for you to not only succeed in the role, but pave the way for others to eventually sit at the table of decision making? It's it is a blessing and a huge responsibility. Yes. um, I I know that, um, you know, there are a lot of people uh, watching and to see how I do. And, um, you know, that motivates me to do the very, very best that I can do because I want everyone to have this opportunity. Um, you know, it's, it's, so that, that's important to me because I, um, I love the industry. I love higher education, young people, um, and sports. And so, so I love my job and there are a lot of, uh, highly competent, highly qualified individuals out there that uh, simply need an opportunity uh, to perform. And so so it's, it's my hope that uh, my success, which is really the success of a lot of people, will open the door for others. You talk about that's that success kind of paving the other uh, paving the way for others uh and i talked about how coach landers was a day one supporter but if coach landers was a day one supporter you were a day zero supporter of the winning edge when maria made that um made that call to you and say hey this is what we're starting you made no hesitation to 
not only support, but to create an opportunity within the athletic department in Georgia for one of our game changers. Why did you feel that what we were doing was important? Why did you support our mission? Well, because I'm the athletic director at the University of Virginia because I was afforded that opportunity. And and, and so it, it, it only makes sense that uh, there would be more opportunities for people to, be, to move into uh, positions of leadership in college athletics if there were more entry-level positions, more mentoring, um, you know, more opportunities for, for young people to start at the ground level, learning the industry, which is what happened with me. I was a, I was a student athlete. You don't have to be a student athlete, but I was able to see um, virtually every aspect of how uh, departments should be run at a high level. And all of those things prepared me for where I am today. And so, but for those opportunities to learn, then I'm not prepared. And so, you know, that's really the only way you should advance is to to be given the chance to learn and then you earn your way forward. What do you think uh, athletic departments or organizations like ours can do more of or continue to do um, to ensure that more people have those opportunities to learn? I mean, I think the the winning edge does a great job, which is why I was so excited to support Maria. You know, this initiative is is one that is needed um, across college athletics for many reasons. But um, I think just recognizing the fact that um, in order to advance to a position of leadership in college athletics, you have to start somewhere. And so uh, internships and externships and graduate assistantships, shadow opportunities, um, all of those things are, are critically important to helping young people um, of all backgrounds um, learn how to do the job and do it well. And then you, you just continue to learn um, at every level so that you are proficient and highly competent enough to take on a leadership role. That's something that we strive to do every day. And we've had milestones over the last five years of seeing some of our game changers achieve success. And and one moment in particular, because you are uh, one of our game changers in a sense of a supporter. And one moment for you, I'd love for you to kind of speak on is this year at the, uh, the men's final four, uh, you serving as the AD of University of Virginia and Alan Green serving as a AD of Auburn. You all, your teams faced each other. That was also the first time that two African-American ADs kind of were in that position. What was that moment like for you if, if you felt anything? I met Alan before and what a great guy. And, and our baseball coach here at Virginia, Brian O'Connor, had actually recruited Alan to play baseball at Notre Dame. So uh, Brian and I had talked about Alan when we, we uh, realized that Virginia would be playing Auburn. So I had a chance to catch up with him a little bit uh, pregame um, and, and, and a, a very, very sharp uh, young leader that I think will do a great job in the industry. Um, no, I didn't. I didn't really think about the fact that uh, the stat about us being and I don't even know the, the stats really. 
I didn't think about it, but, um, you know, it was, you know, for me having coached in the final four, when I was a, a recruiting coordinator and assistant coach at university of Georgia, um, remembered what it felt like as a coach and as a student athlete to be a participant. And then as now, you know, the, Fast forward um, as the athletic director at a at a school that's participating as coaching as coaches and student athletes participating in the final four. It was it was such an amazing um, opportunity for for us to be there because it was such a difficult journey for our program to get there. That you know everything was amazing to me. You know, everything was, was, it was a, everything was a first for me in, in many regards, not necessarily being at the final four because I coached in the final four, but in this role. And so just, you know, I, for me wanting to, to make sure that I was there to support our, our team and our coaches in any way that I could to represent the university. Um, as best as I could. And uh, again, as I think about every day, you know, my, my goal is to do my job exceptionally well so that others can have an opportunity um, to follow in my footsteps. Well, I think you did a good job. So far, so good. You guys brought home the trophy and uh, you continue to make waves. And this is only the beginning for you. What my last question I think a lot of times the question that people would like to end with is what would you tell a younger self? But what I'd like to know is what are you telling to that young person that is listening now and saying, you know, it's too hard. I don't want to put in all of that effort or I just wish it would come a little easier. What are you telling them to stay motivated as they continue, whether it's in college athletics or sports business to take these obstacles and make the most of them? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got two two children uh, who are young adults and and a, a son who is a high schooler, and so you know it, it's probably the same thing they hear from other adults. Anything that's worth having is worth working for, and um, it is not easy. It just it, it I mean it just isn't. It, it's 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 difficult. Uh, it takes a lot of work and I've many times in my career took pay cuts took two steps back to take one step forward. Um, there were times in my career where I made three transitions that were three pay cuts uh, just to move forward. And there were times when I had to volunteer and not be paid at all to learn. And all of those experiences help prepare me um, for this. And so I can say that there isn't an area in college athletics that I don't have some experience in. And so uh, having been here for a, a little over a year now, I haven't encountered anything that I haven't seen before. And so, you know, what I, what I tell my children and young people that I talk to is that um, it may, it may, the road may be longer. The road may be a little bit more, uh, bumpy. Uh, but 
if if you see the goal ahead of you and you want to reach that goal, then you just you have to go through that to get there. And for me, it's been worth it. So every adversity, every challenge, every hurdle, um, every setback um, that I've gone through has been worth it because this is an awesome opportunity for me to, to show others that it can be done. Well, I truly appreciate you taking the time from your championship celebration to speak to to me, to speak to our audience and share your words. They really mean a lot to have someone like yourself value the time that it takes to really influence the next generation. And again, your words will have stuck with me they suck with maria over the years she has nothing but great things to say about mm -hmm. you and we look forward to your continued support of the winning guest leadership academy and we look forward to continuing to see your star rise as you make roads in college athletics thank you and i'm i'm so proud of the winning edge and what it has meant already for, uh, for young people. And so whenever you guys need help, all you have to do is ask and I'll be available. Don't worry. Your name is always at the top of our list and whenever we need something. So <laughs> no problem. Thank you again. Okay. Thank you.